Hey y'all, I'm Janelle Yarbrough and welcome to Bloggers and Friends. This is your podcast for discussions around relevant topics and experiences that resonate with the culture. For those of you who roll with me, you know we talk a lot about embracing the possibility of change. We'll continue to touch on that and lots more. Sound good? Word. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, y'all. Hope that we all kick this day off on a high note, thanking God for waking you up and centering yourself to give that good energy. Yes, honey. (laughs) Y'all know the routine. I want to shout out some of the folks in the various cities, states, territories, and countries that are joining in to our little community. I hope to get the pronunciation right, but if not, you know, shoot me an email or a DM on IG and help get me together. (laughs) So shout out to Aloha, Oregon, Lake Stevens, Washington, Snohomish, Washington, Macon, Georgia, Bonners Ferry, Idaho, Chesapeake, Virginia, North Hollywood, California, and shouting out our friends overseas in Almansara, Egypt. I see y'all. Thank you so much for being here with us today. As usual, y'all, I am grateful. Matter of fact, I want to again thank everyone who has taken the time to encourage me, give feedback, share this podcast with others, or post on your social media platforms. It means so much to me that you believe in what we're building here. You know, please continue to spread the love, y'all. You never know. Sharing an episode with a friend or a loved one may be exactly what they didn't know they needed. Okay? (laughs) Funny how that works, right? (laughs) Also, uh, just on a quick note, I am working on lining up another series of awesome guests to join us here on Bloggers and Friends Podcast. So be on the lookout for that. If you don't yet follow me on IG or Facebook, pause this episode and go and do it. (laughs) This is the way that you can get updates and a heads up on the guests um, that will be joining us or when I have released um, a a new episode. I mean, are you trying to know or not? (laughs) Stick with us to the end of the episode to get the info on where you can find us. Note to self. So listen, I'm not trying to rush us out of summertime. Not at all. Matter of fact, I love summertime. And if I could live in the summertime weather year round, chow, I would. (laughs) But I also am noticing the natural and subtle whispers of fall breathing on the back of my neck now. (laughs) Fall to me is one of the strongest representations of change. It taps into all of our senses and emotions. We feel the temperature and weather change. We see the colors in nature change, our cravings and taste buds change, our desires change, and our wardrobe changes, honey. (laughs) We go from vibrant and spicy to cute and comfy. Come on, cute. (laughs) Oh, and you know, it can't be just me uh, who waits for Starbucks seasonal coffee flavors to come in, right? 
<laughs> salted caramel mocha, okay? Uh, caramel brulee. Come on now. <laughs> Anywho, as we begin to change our candle scents. Or our coffee flavors. Pull out our hunter boots. Y'all know I'm from the Northwest. Plan holiday parties and prep for the roller coaster ride of the NBA season. Let's go, Rip City. Same time. <laughs> I want us to have the same excitement, awareness, and intention in how we care for ourselves our own changes and needs, and our ability to recognize the natural changes that are occurring in our own lives and being in tune with how to usher or call those changes in. Okay. Y'all trying to roll with me on this one? (laughs) All right, now let's do it. I am always inspired by the conversations and interactions that I have with people. I've said it once and I'll say it again. I genuinely love people. (laughs) I am a constant observer, student, and thinker. And it is through these conversations and interactions that I have come to realize that we need to be each other's reminder that we don't owe it to anyone, okay? Anyone. (laughs) To be burned out, unhappy, or unsatisfied for whatever we consider to be the greater good. There are some people, especially women, who are born nurturers. We live life putting ourselves second on the list. Hell, third, fourth, fifth for that matter. We do what we think to be this beautiful and noble act of placing others' needs before our own considering others before we consider ourselves, sacrificing our wellness to be everything to everyone else and having nothing left for ourselves. I'm talking suck dry. Now, hold on, hold on. Before you burn your bacon, (laughs) I totally understand the need to sacrifice for the next level of life, right? Like college is tough. But the reward is the doors of opportunity that it opens for you, you know, right? Pursuing your passions. I mean, this can require a lifestyle change in order to be able to fund your dreams. Buying a home. You may have to cut down that daily trip to the coffee shop in order to stack your coins. That, friends, is reasonable sacrifice. What is not okay is not being able to find or create space for joy in your own life on account of losing your identity and connection to yourself and your individual purpose. Y'all see where I'm going with this? I see you, sis. Whether we are talking family and friends, professional spaces and endeavors, or social schedules, we have to create healthy boundaries for ourselves. Y'all hear me on that? Boundaries. (laughs) We've talked about balance before, and yes, That is part of this conversation as well. But this is more about understanding our ability to know when we are overextending ourselves. Yes, that is right. Your own personal limitations. We have them, but we have all been guilty at one point or another of failing to honor them. Guilty. I have um, a good follow on IG. Um, Their name is Dr. Nicole LaPera. And their handle is at the.holistic.psychologist. 
I'm sure a lot of you have heard of uh, and or follow her, but she had a great post um, quite some time back regarding boundaries. She's got tons of great posts, but um, this post um, regarding boundaries was was some time ago. I want to say like 2019 maybe, um, but I dug it up um, and she talks about and defines the five boundaries that are important to have right? Emotional boundaries. These boundaries are around um, inappropriate topics or emotional dumping and um, dismissing of emotions. Um, Mental boundaries, um, the freedom to have your own thoughts, beliefs, values, and opinions. Um, uh, Boundaries around time and energy as it relates to time, lateness, when to contact, and free labor. Um, Material boundaries, uh, possessions, when they can be used and how they're treated, and physical boundaries, proximity, touch, PDA, unwanted comments regarding appearance or sexuality. Uh, honey, listen, I am in my 40s and I am still <laughs> working on solidifying these boundaries. I tell my daughters that we teach people how to treat us. And when we waver on our boundaries, it, again, is putting someone else's needs before our own. This fear that we hold on to, that we can't decline, that we won't look willing or supportive or strong or hardworking or capable. Um, We don't correct people or stand up for ourselves when we should because we don't want to create waves or seem sensitive, or nagging, or petty. Uh, So we, in turn, call ourselves selfless, or dedicated, understanding, (laughs) thick-skinned, tough, a go-getter, a hustler. And eventually, we, put, put, run out of gas. (laughs) Look, (laughs) when I say I am still working on this, I'm still working on this, and I, I mean, I can recall Um, There was a time where I rarely said no to opportunities because I felt like um, that was a part of the grind. I would function off two to three hours of sleep at night and wake up and hit the grind all over again. But I was doing what I love, so I felt like it was an okay trade-off, but it wasn't. I rarely said no. I wasn't taking care of my body. I missed out on a lot uh, with my family, and I was drained. Hell, I look back now, and I have zero clue as to how I once lived that life. Um, In looking back, I would tell my younger self, slow down, love. There's time. A slow steep is as strong as a fast, as long as you're not wasting time. And failing to be present in time? to me, is the same as wasting time. I mean, to me. I want to reassure you that you have the right to say, no, thank you. Without guilt, honey, you have the right to have expectations of behavior in order to protect your peace. And you have the right to be a free thinker as it is those unique ideas and thoughts that push us towards higher levels of humanity. All right, tell them then. One other thing that I would like to add to the conversation of boundaries is the ability to trust your gut. This is an intention of mine. 
the connection to my instinct, my gut. (laughs) Boundaries help us define our personal limitations, but our gut confirms the need for change when something is not or is no longer serving us or if something would not be a good fit for us based on what we know of our boundaries, right? I can recall um, some years back um, being on an interview panel with other seasoned managers. Um, We interviewed a candidate that looked uh, great on paper and said all of the um, quote unquote right things. Um, I knew in my gut uh, that this candidate likely wasn't a good fit for the role, but the others really liked them. And so I moved forward with the hire The candidate did not end up being a good fit for the role. And I remember saying to myself, Lord, Janelle, this is a huge lesson in trusting your gut. I knew, girl, you feel me? I knew and I should have trusted myself. It was not a fight I felt was important to fight in that moment. But looking back, I realized it was. My gut told me exactly what to do but I didn't want to be combative. I was trying to pick and choose my battles wisely and I was still building confidence. I learned in that moment, people can make decisions based on emotions or based on wanting to please others. But when you tune out your gut, you are showing a lack of trust in yourself and infringing upon your own boundaries. I have said yes to my kids in times when I should have said no because I wanted to reward them for being good, hardworking kids. And I found myself in the middle of youthful planning, which is a nicer way of saying it was horrible planning and a total misuse of my time. Hello. (laughs) I have been in relationship with people who have disagreed with me in a manner or tone that I didn't feel was appropriate or thoughtful, but I stayed in relationship longer than I should have, even though my gut said, child, bye. Ooh, been there. (laughs) You know when you know, period. Trust yourself to make the best decisions for you. And don't try to talk yourself in a direction other than what your gut is telling you for self-serving reasons. It's kind of like when you reach out to friends and shop for the answer you want to hear. Yeah, don't be that person. Your gut is the armor protecting your boundaries, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So that's it, y'all. What do boundaries and trusting your gut have to do with change? Well, let me ask you, have you ever thought about your boundaries and what you do or don't allow in your life? Like, really thought about them? Boundaries are something that we practice They aren't just magically put in place. And our ability to honor and enforce our boundaries is part of the change that I'm speaking of. If a place, space, or relationship is crossing the line of your boundaries, you will feel empowered to make the decisions that are best for you based on those boundaries. Whether that be communication and conversation whether that be parting ways with professional or personal relationships, or whether that be you identifying the exit in a space where the environment is not reflective of you. When we fail to honor our boundaries, we are failing to show up as our true selves, our best selves, our authentic selves. And our gut, well, our gut 
is the security checkpoint. (laughs) But we have to learn to trust ourselves in order to trust our gut. Remember, whatever comes from the decision you make or actions that you take based on your gut is exactly what was supposed to happen. Remember, the blessings are in the lessons. Having good boundaries is part of putting yourself first. You know how the saying goes, you can't take care of others well if you're not taking care of yourself. I can't be a good leader if I'm burned out. I can't be a good mother if I'm mentally and emotionally spent. I can't be a good friend or lover if I'm empty. And I can't be a good servant if I have nothing of myself to give. So my friends, as we stroll into this season, let's change the way with which we prioritize. Let's think about how to actively practice putting ourselves and our wellness first. Let's live in a mindset as leaders, parents, neighbors, family members, and friends where we empower one another to trust ourselves in our gut, to not endure being unhappy, but to be the cultivator and orchestrator of the joy and wellness in our everyday lives without apology. Would you say it one time? We can't create a good life for ourselves if we're worried about pleasing everyone else. Oh, well now, you feel me? If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you are notified when a new episode is posted. You can stay connected between podcasts by following us on Instagram at fear.not.the.journey. You can also join our page on Facebook at Fear Not The Journey, or you can subscribe to our website and blog by visiting www.fearnotthejourney.com. Thank you for joining us for this episode, and until next time, be well.